Hey guys, it's Renee from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. On this podcast, we are joined by the voice of Impact Wrestling, Tom Hannafin. We also get into a little Father's Day actions coming up this Sunday. We uh, talk about what our families are about to do. Here's the episode. Joining us right now, one of my very close, longtime personal pals, Tom Hannafin is here with us. You guys know him as the voice of Impact. Um, how are you doing? How is life in Impact? Give me the I'm, deets. I'm great. Do it's people been still say the deets? I don't think they do. Sorry. The deets. Um, it's been almost six months with Impact, and like it's just been fantastic. So this build up to Slammiversary has been really, really exciting because it's part of the 20 year anniversary of Impact Wrestling. So that is why the pay per view is happening this Sunday, June 19th, because it's literally 20 years to the day of the first broadcast for. TNA wow. slash impact wrestling. So it's really, really special. And even for my limited amount of time in the company, like you can feel it, you can feel it backstage from everybody involved. So it's just really special to be a part of. And I, when I was younger and I was watching TNA, I was such a big fan of the Mike Tanay Don West pairing on commentary. So to be mm -hmm. able to like, Oh, these guys called the first one uh, first show. And now I'm like, wow, I get to do this 20 years later. It's just really, really cool. So I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> How much fun do you get to have being on those headsets? Uh, I mean, you've been you've done commentary from WrestleManias to Raw, SmackDown, all of those things with under the WWE umbrella, and now to take that and carry it over to Impact. I mean, I feel like you are such a critical part of those shows, and you do such an amazing job. At how like what is that experience like? Well, thank you. Um, it, it's just fun because there's a lot of creative freedom with certain things. I, I've, I remember some storylines that we've done just in the last few months where it's like, hey, there's something you know basic here, but we can expand it without you know losing sight of what it is. And you remember what it's mm -hmm. like in WWE is that there's a pretty hard and fast concept of what creative is going to be. And you really just don't deviate from it. And that's the way they do business. So it's yeah. just been nice to loosen things up a little bit. Um, having more of a personality. I think Tom Phillips was pretty square and to be myself. What a um, square weenie. <laughs> to Just be kidding. myself uh, is very liberating and it's a lot of fun. So uh, working with Matthew Raywald on commentary is great, but just even talking to people like Scott Demore and Gail Kim and Tommy Dreamer on a regular basis and just being like, yeah. dude, like, try something, go for it. And like, if it's not great, great. We'll bounce to something else, whatever. But it's just been really liberating. And it's just given me my passion for pro wrestling back. Love that passion, passion for pro wrestling. Um, I love it. I, I think um, it's so important for all of us to pursue our passions. And speaking of passions and the ladies, right? I always love to highlight the ladies a little bit, right? And we got to give them some love. There's a queen always. of the mountain, queen of the mountain match featuring some of the best females. Um, tell me a little bit about that. Break it down for me. What do you expect? Yeah, Misha, it's the first ever Queen of the Mountain match in Impact. So before there was ever Queen of the Mountain, obviously, there was a match created by Impact Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett, King of the Mountain. It's essentially double J, a reverse. Baby. Double J. Um, I love his podcast, My World. Um, shout out Conrad Thompson. Um, but yeah, he... Um, it's basically a reverse ladder match. For, for those of you that don't know anything about wrestling, the conventional ladder match is that there's no disqualifications. You literally have to set up a ladder, climb the ladder, and then there's usually some sort of item, whether it be a title, briefcase, contract, whatever, hanging above the ring that you have to retrieve. A person sometimes. So um, let's see. This case, it's basically battling to get the title up 
to the proverbial hook. And there's a lot of different things that are complicated and dangerous about it. But I just love that it's the women getting their first opportunity to do this because my first night on the job for Impact was the first women's Ultimate X match, the signature match. That was nuts, by it the way. It was an awesome match, which was won by, ironically, now the Knockouts World Champion, Tasha Steele. So she's got a leg up. But the way I look at it, Misha, and I've talked to Renee about this so many times, is that you know it's beautiful to see these firsts for women in wrestling. But I look forward to the day where it's commonplace. Because that's what we're striving for, isn't it? Is that we're trying to get yeah. to the point where this is a regular thing, where it's not necessarily some sort of, uh, you know, marketing gimmick or whatever. And I was like, oh gosh, it's the first ever whatever. It's like, nope, they're equal, <laughs> and they're going to put on a hell of a show. Love it. Uh, you guys have like the who's who in this uh, Queen of the Mountain matchup too, from Tasha Steeles, Chelsea Green, Diana Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, and Mia Yim. Who do you think is the the favorite? walking into that. I mean, I know you mentioned Tasha in there, obviously, as the champion, but that really is kind of the who's who of some of the, the women of impact right now. Yeah, Tasha's not made a lot of friends uh, with all of the people involved in that matchup. Honestly, I'm betting on Jordan Grace uh, because the mm. way that the match is constructed, it, it's no, there's no disqualification. It's false count anywhere. You have to gain a pinfall in order to become eligible to then get the title, climb the ladder, and try and hook it above, above the ring. If you oh, wow. are pinned, you then have to go to a penalty box at ringside for two minutes. Once you get out, then you have to score a pinfall to in order to be eligible. I understand what I'm saying is complicated, but Jordan Grace, <laughs> the tank that she is, the ha set, yeah. as she calls herself. The I, set. I love that. She calls herself uh, Big Mama Pump, I think, after her relationship with Scott Steiner, uh, working with him. So, uh, yeah, I think Jordan Grace is tailor made for this type of match. Oh, I love that. And having Mia Yim as well. I mean, to sprinkle her into the mix there, that was a big moment. What was your reaction having Mia Yim uh, signed to Impact? It was so cool because just to see more and more familiar faces gave her a big hug. Mm -hmm. And I gotten to do a little bit of work with her in NXT. I was working more behind the scenes. And I think I got to call a handful of her matches. I'm, I'm blanking on what necessarily. But she just adds to what is already this stellar women's division. I mean, arguably the best in professional wrestling today. And having Mia in there, Deanna is this technical wizard. Chelsea Green, who's been literally everywhere in professional wrestling, it seems, over the last few years, yeah. will do oh, yeah. anything to win. So it just creates this mix among all these different wrestlers that it's like it's, it's going to be tough to pick who's going to win it. But like, I'm really excited to see how those styles combine. Give me a little breakdown of my fellow Canadians and Josh Alexander and uh, our, our guy EY out there, Eric Young. Yeah, I know you're love, loving seeing an all-Canadian main event, aren't you? You're really excited about that. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> this pay-per-view is brought to you by Tim Hortons. No, I'm kidding. That would be great. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's this perfect it's this perfect analogy for what Impact Wrestling is. Is that you've got a guy who helped build this company for 20 years in Eric Young and literally did just about everything there could be. Won just about every single title you could imagine. Um, he was on Team Canada, then he was nearly fired, then he rose to be world champion, went to WWE, has come back to Impact Wrestling. Like, he is the definition of what this company is. And then you have Josh Alexander, who, in my opinion, is one of the best wrestlers alive today and is the present standard of the company. So it's a battle for mm -hmm. the soul of Impact Wrestling in a lot of ways. So I'm really excited to see it because... Eric Young's got violent by design backing him up. And then Josh Alexander has got to deal with all that. But 
honestly, what the match will be, I think it could be an instant classic. Yeah, 100%. I can't wait to see those guys rip it up. Yeah. What, well, what about the, so, so I'm still, I'm still learning. I'm still a bit of a novice. I still haven't invested that much time into the, to, to you're learn. You're a little busy thing, to be fair. We'll give you a To slide. be fair. I mean, mama too, full-time fighter, you know, it's mm-hmm. busy over here. A couple things, a couple things. Couple th- I mean, just a few. Um, but to mention something that, that kind of stood out to me about, um, this one, I want you to tell me about the, the X divisions that, that what's going on there with that. So the X division, um, you know, its infancy was trying to separate, you know, we always talk about in wrestling, like cruiserweights, lightweights, you know, whatever. And obviously that gets muddied between mixed martial arts and what pro uh, pro wrestling defines it as. But often I think there's this connotation with cruiserweights that they are somehow less than that. They're lower on the card. The initial concept. I didn't think that there was like weight classes in, I mean. I didn't think that there was like distinguished, like only like big guys fight big guys. Cause you see like, wait, people that are clearly not the same size wrestling oh, each other all the time. You're a hundred percent right. And that's why okay. impact did away with labeling their world championship for, for the men's as the heavyweight championship, right. because it's been won by Eric young, who yeah. at the time that he won it, is not the biggest guy. Moose was 250 pounds. So rich Swan yep. won it. And he's maybe the same weight as I am. So no disrespect to rich, <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's this fluctuation. And even in WWE, Renee remembers this Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson was world heavyweight champion. I don't think you would classify him as a heavyweight. So it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yes. But the X division is literally whatever you want it to be. There have been the likes of Samoa Joe involved in the X division, AJ Styles, and they helped define it. And it's basically may the best athlete win. And hearing, uh, as I mentioned, Jeff Jarrett has explained it a bunch of times on his podcast is the initial concept for the X division. Was it just not for it to be another middle card championship that, okay, you know, it, they wanted to put it on the same platform as the tag team titles and even the world title if possible so um the x division is really really special within impact wrestling and i think within the world of pro wrestling ultimate x itself misha watch slammiversary because it's fun it's nuts i doubt it's i doubt it's fun to be in but literally there's two big cables that cross the ring and form an x overhead you have to climb these trusses and then climb the cables to get to the title hanging over uh, above the ring and the only way to win the match is to rip the title off and then literally plummet to the canvas. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, do <laughs> p- <laughs> that sounds intense. You should definitely watch it. You would like it. Do do people, do do they know, do, do the athletes that are competing for this, do they know what it is? And do the fans know what's in that box before? Like, I know it can change, but do you know before the event or when the match starts, like what's in it? Or is it like they open it and then it's like you find Oh, no, there's, like the, there's no box, but just over the ring, there's these two cables and then hung in the center of the X is the X Division Championship. So it's like a conventional okay, ladder so match, but it's kind of turned on its head. So it's the belt that's hanging there. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you for that. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm looking kind of buff over here, but. Nope. I am the, the son of a Marine. So I got used to that. Yep. There we go. <laughs> all good. All good. Um, um, yeah, interesting. Okay. I, I find the X division. Yeah. I'm gonna, I've, I, what, what was, sorry, what was the pay-per-view that you debuted at? Hard to kill back in January. Yeah. Yes. So it hard to kill when I was watching that and watching the X division. I was like, holy shit like the stuff that they are doing is like 
truly very impressive. Like my, my jaw was like on the floor watching it. It was a ton of fun. And you look at the guys that are in this from Ace Austin, Kenny King, uh, Speedball. That guy's a blast to watch. Oh, my gosh. The king of the mullet. Look at that thing. Fabulous um, mullet. Fabulous Canadian. Beautiful mullet. <laughs> really, really nice mullet. Um, and it's just another match I want to touch on here with you is the Briscoe brothers taking on the Good Brothers. What a shit show that'll be, huh? Oh, my God. So uh, recently on <laughs> In Impact Wrestling. In the best way. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Recently on Access TV on Impact Wrestling, the Good Brothers went to the Briscoe's farm. And it's one oh, of the gosh. funniest things I've ever seen put together. Like, it was really yeah. hilarious. But, um, yeah, I really thought it was cool. This little twist in the story is that this past weekend, I believe, is Carl Anderson, who won the IWGP Never Openweight Championship and mm-hmm. has been extraordinarily outspoken uh, since then. And these big lights, machine gun Carl Anderson. So I'm curious to see how fired up they are going into Slamversary. Obviously, they're traveling all over the world. So there's that factor to think about. But yeah. these teams do not like each other, period. Uh, the Good Brothers hold the all-time uh, you know, two-on-two lead, I think, right now at two-to-one. So the Good Brothers feel like, hey, you know, the, the Briscoes didn't beat us for the tag team title, so they're not the legitimate champions. Uh, the Briscoes are like watching guys shot out of a cannon wrestle in a wrestling <laughs> ring. So it's just the perfect clash of styles. Yeah, I cannot wait to see this. I, I, I really do enjoy watching these Impact pay-per-views. So uh, I will have eyes on the prize 100%. What about working in Nashville? Do you like getting out to Nashville and ripping it up? I love it. Um, I was there in April for a bachelor party, very little of which I remember. I will not be doing <laughs> that this coming weekend. Get out there Saturday. <laughs> you know, you got to call were, the show. You were good on a hangover. I've seen it. You can do it. I've, it's, I don't recommend it. I really don't recommend it. There's nothing worse. But yeah, we, we get the pay-per-view Sunday uh, at the National Fairgrounds, and then we'll come back the next day and tape a couple weeks of impact wrestling tv so people come on out to that tickets at impactwrestling.com. so yeah i like nashville maybe after we get through all the work stuff then i'll hit there broadway you go. okay all right ever the professional tom hannafin everybody <laughs> <laughs> well tom thanks for jumping on with us uh, always good to see your face um and for people to hear your voice of course and we will be looking forward to seeing uh impact anniversary uh sunday june 19th Check it out. Thank you for having me on. Misha, I'm going to rip my foot out of my mouth. I apologize. Thank you so much. I'm just going to go bury my head in the sand. <laughs> you got Worst an arm bar coming your way next time she yeah. sees you. <laughs> for right. sure. All right. Thanks, Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, everybody. This is Lindsay Rhodes. And with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show? We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between with guests that go past the low-hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles. So please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. Okay, guys, Father's Day is on Sunday. Yay! So this is like technically John's second Father's Day, but I feel like this one counts more because now he's like put in the dad time. Before it was like I carried a baby for nine months, popped her out here, tra-la-la. It's Father's Day. He didn't really do much at that point. So now it's like, okay, now you've had the full year. Now you can deserve a a little bit of credit here. Um, What are you guys doing for Father's Day? What's the plan? We don't, we don't have a plan. I'm just going to, we're going to relax. It's got to remember, um, it would probably be a little bit more celebrated if it wasn't like two weekends before yeah. my fight. 
It's just sure. so hard to add anything else to the plate. And this is this is the sacrifice. This is the investment that the whole family makes when, you know, mama's fighting. Mama's got to um, fight. Because, yeah, I don't, you know, the, I just don't have the time or the energy to plan these other things. But, um, of course, you Especially know, Especially when so ways. many celebrations, re- re- like my celebrations oh. all revolve around food. Everything revolves around oh, food. Oh, yeah. So when no, that's off the, the table for you, birthday party, I was fun. like, get this cake out of my sight. I am, like, ready to punch somebody. I was just not I was over it I was like get it out of here I was I gave like all of it away I did put a little in the freezer so that I could have some later but um yeah I couldn't get it out of my face so no we're not doing anything food related um I'll have the kids probably make him something because I feel like that's always the best present like little handprints you know we paint the hands and they stick them on paper or something simple yeah 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 and I did get him a hideous pair of Crocs um hey we gotta stay comfortable we gotta worry about our yeah, what is, he he I wanted know something, you know, is, orth- to orthotics. wear outside and the yard work and whatever. So I'm like, okay, here you go. Comfy, airy, breezy, ugly. Croc daddy coming at you. Yep. yep. That's great. What it is. That's what I um, love. That I still love I him even like... wearing a pair of Crocs. <laughs> Keep them on, in fact. <laughs> Keep them on. Um, I kind of think that I'm crushing Father's Day two years in a row. So last Ooh, year, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at like getting, well, generally, let's not get crazy here, but ahead of the curve of like, oh, this thing's coming. I should order something pretty quickly. Um, so last year, so John wears dog tags when he wrestles or he used to. So I got him one that just said, this was last year. Um, I think it just had Nora's birthday and her name on it maybe. I don't think it said anything on it. Uh, but then for this year, um, because I'm such a sucker for Instagram ads, I'm that person. Um, there was a thing that popped up to have like a photo turned into like artwork. Um, so I'm, I've got one of those done. That's like me, him and the baby. So cool. This like artwork that. kind of thing. Yeah. So hopefully it gets here in time. It said that it would, but I feel like we're kind of getting down to the wire a little bit now. So we'll see what happens. Nothing gets here um, on time. Don't hold your breath. Nothing. These days. I know. Like, literally nothing. The good news is John is so um, easy breezy with that stuff that it's it's cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Ordering some snacks. He doesn't need a cake. Oh, you know what? Maybe Actually, yeah. Last year I did. I got him a mint chocolate chip ice cream cake because he is an ice cream fanatic right now. Uh, so there maybe I'll go. do that. Maybe I'll get him Maybe get him some cream. like fancy ice cream cookies or something. Change it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good call. Got an ice cream mm-hmm. cookie. Ice cream cookie sandwich? Right now. Yeah. Yeah. If you're making an ice cream cookie sandwich, what's your combo? What's your what cookie are you choosing and what filling? I like the white chocolate chip with macadamia nut and then uh, just, mm-hmm. you know, like frosting and ice cream. I like the frosting in the middle too. I'm total glutton. I'm I just I like that ultra sweet cookie. Um it could be like ice cream sandwich cookie too. I I love that, but I actually like the ones that are like the the buttercream vanilla frosting that's like so much sugar you're like d- disgusted with yourself afterwards <laughs> i'm all about it <laughs> I'm i am so, so hungry it. right now and that sounds so good like i am like literally drooling a little bit thinking about that Gosh. my go-to like if you go to one of those ice cream shops where they have like the fresh baked cookies and you can pick whatever filling yeah. i pretty much always lean toward a snickerdoodle i feel like the snickerdoodle oh, doesn't get enough respect yeah i love that's a, a good... snickerdoodle give me a little cinnamon sugar love it yeah, with some ice cream um, or some frosting. Absolutely. Yeah. I could totally get down with oatmeal raisin, too. Me, too. You know what? People besmirch the raisin, and I love a good raisin cookie. Me, too. Yeah, I'm yeah. all about it. Have you ever done peanut butter oatmeal raisin cookies? That's that's <gasps> where you really no, get Oh, that would be yeah. my speed. I would like yeah. that a lot. 
that sounds butter delicious. Butter raisin. That's where it's at. Oh my! Do I need to go on like a little baking spree after this? A little Is cinnamon that in it too. Well, oh. do that and then. And then do it again, and then send send it my way. <laughs> July, send a good one. July July third. I expect they'll a be there delivery. July third. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Set them up. I want proper them for overnight breakfast. delivery. <laughs> oh my god! Do you have like your your list put together of what all you plan on eating come July third? I have a list of restaurants. It's getting ridiculously long. It's like probably like twenty plus restaurants. I'm like, what am I oh doing? Oh my right now? gosh. Okay, what is the first one that comes to mind though when you think about it? When you so, think indulgent meal, what is it? I love this restaurant Smoke and Fire here in Las Vegas. They have these blueberry fried chicken sliders. And they oh are so good. I know you can appreciate a good sweet and savory because you put the salt yes. on your, cho- your chocolate chip cookies. Oh, yeah. So it's my basically God. it's got this blueberry kind of like aioli if you will sauce yeah like a little bit of blueberry a little so it adds a little sweet yeah a little sweet but it's creamy sauce and oh it's, um, it is so it's not wow. like a jelly yeah it's like it's like they, they must like have like a mayo and like a like a blueberry and then they put it on there it's <gasps> so good those nasty people that's amazing I, I know they're horrible and i love them wow. for it so I'm, oh, I'm that is like top of the list these little blueberry sliders are so effing good <laughs> Well, guys, uh, I think that's our call to action to all go stuff our faces right now, except for Misha. She's got a couple more (laughs) but I'll go do that right now. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen and Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts.